0: Hey y'all, you're listening to The Coffee Shop and I'm your host, Lindsay Acosta. If you know me, then you know that I love coffee and The Coffee Shop is where I've had some of my favorite and hardest conversations. I've laughed, cried, mourned, and rejoiced with friends as we sat across from one another a coffee between us. So I hope you'll pull up a chair to my table and have conversations with me as I talk about all things Jesus-related in hopes that it will equip, teach, and empower you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to The Coffee Shop. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Coffee Shop. Today we get the special treat of talking with my friend Pi, and we're going to be talking about... um, Politics within the faith and within the church uh, because it's something that doesn't really get talked about too much, but it is a really important subject, so we wanted to tackle it today. Um, so yeah, I'm going to let Pie take over. Thank you so much
1: for having me, Lynn. Um, yeah, you know, I think this is a subject that we've been talking about even among ourselves and with our friend group within... The last couple of years, I mean, who hasn't, right? I yeah. think that it's been kind of, like, enhanced within the last few years. Um, but I think especially for myself, it politics has definitely not been something that... I mean, it's honestly always been something that I've wanted to avoid. Like, I, it just did not interest me. I didn't want to, you know, meddle in it. And so... But I don't know. Within the last, you know, two, three years, it's just become something that I've become more aware of and that I've realized really does play an important part of who we are and where we live in our society and then again like how that actually plays a part within our faith and as Christians. So um also I think I've had the interesting perspective and take on it as I recently became a citizen here um within the last couple years or so and um just really Acknowledging the fact that I now have an actual vote and yeah, say yeah. within, um, you know, who our politicians are and, and who I get to make an actual educated decision to vote for. Right, right. And I think that obviously played another big part of it. But um, I think that just what I've been kind of concluding is that politics truly does play a big part into what our culture will look like and what our society ends up looking like and and what are the society that we're raising our kids in and that our families are you know engaged in and so as a Christian I just think that you know our goal isn't to reduce the gospel of Jesus Christ to the level of the culture our goal is to raise the culture we live in to the level of the gospel Right, right as a Christian And, again, this isn't just for us, but it's because it's for our kids that we're raising them. And, like, I, you know, I think about, you know, legislations and just how, you know, things are being decided on within our society, within our country. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my kids are going to have to respond to that. Like, they're going to have to live in that. And, obviously, you know, it takes, and we've talked about this, too, like, it takes a lot of balance. I can't control, we can't control everything, right? Right. Um, and at the end of the day, we are raising our kids up, you know, we're teaching them how to respond to the culture. Um, but I do think that again, tying it back that having that understanding that we live in a free country where we do have that right and that privilege to get to make, um, educated choices for who we elect into office, yeah. I think that we shouldn't take that for granted. Right, yeah. And that we We definitely take, do.
0: We take it for granted. Yeah. We forget and that, that
1: it's a privilege. Right, right. And that we have to take that responsibility mm-hmm. um, seriously. So, um, so, yeah, so that's the first understanding, I think, again, that as... As an immigrant, as a person that just recently became a citizen here, understanding that privilege of what it's like to be living in an incredibly free country with all the rights and privileges that people around people around the world could only ever dream of. Um, like people are literally risking their lives and risking never seeing their family and their loved ones ever again just to be here, um, because it's worth it to them. It's the yeah. American dream. Um, so you know just understanding again the value of the importance of politics and the right and privilege and responsibility to make educated and prayerful decisions as Christians on who we get to vote for and elect for government offices that again a lot of countries and people around the world don't even get they don't even have that right or that privilege or um, the, the, the ability to even be done right you know there's so much corruption and Uh, ways that things are done around the world that sometimes it's not even worth, you know, voting. Right. Um, But I think people don't realize how good we actually do have it here when it comes to getting to have a voice into um, electing officials into government. So, So I think that's the first kind of important aspect of, you know, really valuing where we live and the privilege that we have to get to be involved in politics. And then... Like I mentioned earlier, I think the second thing we need to understand is that politics inevitably influence culture. So in fact, every country has a political culture, the shared beliefs, values, and norms that define the relationship between citizens and government and citizens to one another. I think that the other difference that I see between you know, coming from a third world country coming from Paraguay versus living in the United States now, the United States is so big. Like most countries in the world, there are a few exceptions, but most countries are much smaller right. in yeah. comparison. So when we talk about political court culture, generally it's the whole country having that same political culture. But the fact is that here in the US, it's such a big country that it's almost like every state has its own yeah, yeah. individual <laughs> political culture too. So tying it back, how does, what, how am I viewing these things as a Christian, you know, we turn to the word of God. We we look and, again, based the example of economics, like what does the Bible have to say about economics? What mm-hmm. does the Bible have to say about how we um, use our money and how we handle business and mm-hmm. things like that? So which political leader do I see and am learning about that lines up the most with what the word of God teaches out about economic life yeah. um and the bottom line is that it's not about each of our own individual opinion because i think that that's where we get stuck sometimes we get stuck into well what my opinion is versus what mm-hmm. their opinion is yeah. and i think that's where a lot of maybe the division comes into play too right
0: um
1: but the bottom line is it doesn't matter what our personal opinion is it's what does the bible have to say about right. it um and i
0: think our our personal experiences will always kind of muddy our opinions yeah we're yeah. always going to base our opinions on our own personal experience that's, that's a
1: great point I think that you know, again, based on where we grow up, mm-hmm. our background, what personal experiences we yeah. experience within our race, within our social status, mm-hmm. within our financial means yeah. that all affects what our end opinions are gonna be. Exactly. But yeah. again it's you have not to base about, it off the Bible. It's yeah. not
0: about a personal it's, a, opinion. it's it will always be level if you base it off the Bible. It will always be based off of truth and it will be unbiased, which is That's the right. best way. Um and the wisest way to be voting and um things like that yeah definitely i think that we forget as
1: christians the authority that we do have in these Mm -hmm. matters i think that as christians sometimes we're like well we don't want to get involved we don't want to be divisive or we don't want to um you know hurt others when we do have an authority that's given to us through the word of god where we can again prayerfully make decisions and you know at the end of the day, it's just about how involved you want to be for your own personal life, for your own personal family. You don't have to be screaming it out in the street. Right. Like, that's <laughs> not what the requirement here is. It's just having a better awareness of, right, you know, who we get to vote for and, and who we get to, um, you know, pray for as far as who our elected officials are going to be within the state and within our country. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah i think that as christians we do have an obligation to um to do this prayerfully and to do this intentionally and to do this with a lot more awareness and again i you know i include myself i was not like even my husband would tell you that He's like, who are you? You're not yeah. the person I marry when it comes to politics. Like, I, I had, Same. I had no idea what political parties were. Like, yeah. I had, and then, and I think that's dangerous. I think it's dangerous to live. Yeah, it is as a Christian um, without even knowing, you know, what's, what's what, and you know, what decisions are being made where we mm-hmm. can have an actual voice in that. So going back to how, you know, again, as Christians, I think the church has the obligation to. Um, you know, to speak that influence into others and to exercise our rights and authority with that. Um, because I think that we also forget that we're not going to change anyone's minds or opinions necessarily with, um, you know, with screaming out in the streets what our personal belief or opinions are. Um, But again, when we get to become aware of how, you know, we can focus and our relationship with God, with God and You know how he wants us to live our lives, we get to experience that revival within the church, and then the reformation will come afterwards within the culture. Yeah. Um. So, you know, again, just focus in our relationship and with the growth and and with the lifestyle that he has intended for us, then we can go out there, vote the right way we need to, and then pray that that's what ends up influencing the culture that we get to. Um, live in as a society and raise our children in and then do life with with others so um I think that that's just an important part of focusing you know what belongs within the church but then what influence we get to have to reform the culture that we also live in
0: yeah I think something that we've kind of that you and I have talked about kind of often is having that balance between not being too obsessed with your political stance um, yeah definitely but also not being completely unaware Mm -hmm. like you know our our country and our political party and the red white and blue while it is great and it is such a wonderful privilege and a gift it still should never come before the Lord agreed we should not be voting on something just because it falls into our political party even though it most likely does fit with what we believe Mm -hmm. At, at the end of the day what lines up with the word Exactly, yeah. exactly. And our I mean, everything that we're doing should be for the glory of the Lord. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: I think that um, you know, no extreme is good. Right. So the extreme exactly. of being completely unaware and oblivious and not wanting to get mm-hmm. involved, that extreme, I believe, isn't good. Yeah, yeah. But then on the flip side, the extreme of being completely obsessed and only being political. Right. And you know, uh, a super fan and, you know, of your political party and of specific people and, like, putting them in a pedestal, putting your political party in a pedestal before the word of God Exactly, um, yeah. I think that extreme is also, Mm -hmm. um, you know, very dangerous. Yeah. And I like what you said also. One time we were talking about how, you know, our country should never come before the Lord. And also, again, very true, you know, the balance between being thankful of, for where we live and the gift that it is to live here. Um, but, you know, there's something that growing up, because I grew up in a very, even in a very international community and school right. with, you know, people from all over the world. And even now, you know, being living here but still being, you know, from another country and having found me in other places in the world too, like, I grew up with the saying that we at the end of the day we are citizens of the world and not just the citizens of the world right. but we are citizens and citizens of the kingdom of God. Yeah, Like yeah, that's for sure where our ultimate alliance lay, lies and where our citizenship is truly at right. yeah. where we're going to spend eternity in. Exactly. Um so when it comes to being so completely obsessed I I mean I still totally agree with that too where yeah. um, there just needs to be a fine balance between you know, still putting the Lord
0: above all of it. And it's, it's okay to be passionate, but it's also very dangerous for us to be ignorant of what's Mm -hmm. happening. Like we still have to, there, there is that happy medium. Yeah. You can still be passionate or you can be not passionate. Yeah. But, and also something
1: that I'm recently learning too is how my passion does truly end up affecting my witness Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so when when it comes to having balance and as a Christian you know being okay with being passionate about it to a certain extent but not to the point where it hurts your witness and that you aren't putting the Lord first and therefore you're not putting other people's first right because we have to also acknowledge that at the end of the day um again our goal is to elevate the culture to the gospel and Mm -hmm. first and primarily about what does the gospel teaches is to love others as ourselves and to put others first and to serve one another it doesn't say make sure to change your neighbor's political stance right yeah just love your neighbor that's all exactly
0: because even the even jesus was he was aware of the politics that were happening, 100%. but his main focus was the people and witnessing to them and loving them, not changing all of the political things, because that's what the Jews wanted him to do. They expected, they thought the Messiah was going to come and reform the Roman Empire, and that's, I mean, ultimately, that's why they, you know, decided to put him to death, because he wasn't doing that, but sure. that's because his goal that's was not, not goal was, to yeah. reform, it was to cause a revival. Yeah. Um, and, and come to save people yeah, and their yeah. hearts and their
1: souls. And so yeah. um, it is very easy to get sidetracked when you're... Because the way I, quote-unquote, justify the passion is, well, I'm pursuing this because I believe that this is what, you know, the kingdom
0: of God would want in our society mm-hmm. and within our culture. What are things that, you know, us personally can do to better kind of equip ourselves with the political aspects. You know, Lens. that's,
1: it's, this is, like I said, like I'm still even learning how, because I think that even within the last few years, I became like super passionate.
0: I have seen that, <laughs> that I will say. It's
1: not bad. That, that I'm I'm learning. I mean, we're all, we're, this is a lifelong journey that we're on, right? Yeah, like our, yeah. our walk with Jesus is a lifelong um, growth that we're going to have forever. And so I'm learning as far as where is it that we're supposed to pull back to. So um, another thing that I was taught growing up, you know, each family is a different world. Each family at the end of the day gets to, um, you know, within husband and wife, they get to establish what the culture within their own family right. is and what that um, their standards and values and belief systems, even within the family, is. And so I think that that's where personally we seek the Lord right. every single yeah. day. We dive into the word. We, we seek him through prayer and through time spent with him as far as just how we are going to live our lives. And that we're going to love others no matter what. Yeah. Um, but when it comes time to voting and when it comes time to doing our own research and, you know, establishing how involved we want to be as a family, as a married couple, as an individual, um, you know, that I think that even that's between you and the Lord, but right. that it does take right. intentionality and it does, I think that yeah. it is something that we do need to put some thought exactly, into, yeah. um, within yeah. our, our whole Christian
0: day to day life. Um, yeah. that sometimes I think we just don't think about as much. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something that you said at the very beginning, you were talking about how, you know, our goal isn't to reduce the gospel to the level of the culture. Our goal is to raise the culture to the level of the gospel. And I feel like our standards within our culture as a whole has just really shifted over the last few years Definitely. and decades.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: And I feel like at the end of the day, it's going to be our kids who suffer and have to clean up the mess. I agree. And I don't know, it's probably been about a year now, but I heard this quote and it says, we fight so that our kids can live in peace. And when I think about this quote, I think about David and Solomon and how David was a man of battle and of war in his attempt to bring peace to Israel. And he knew that he wouldn't... He knew that Israel wouldn't be at peace unless he defeated everybody, you know, that was coming against them and yeah. um and he actually one of his biggest heart's desires was to build the temple, but he wasn't the Lord told him he wasn't allowed to do that because mm. he had so much blood on his hand because even though he was seeking peace, like he still had all this blood on his hands yeah, and yeah. um the Lord still established his next political move. Yes. And <laughs> and it was It's because he went to battle that Solomon was able to rule in peace um, and was able to build the temple. And I feel like, you know, we should be fighting so that our kids are able to be in this state of peace. You know, we should be fighting so that our kids are able to focus on revival and not on the reformation. Like, like we should be bringing the reformation so that our kids can solely focus on the revival that comes
1: after definitely and I think that again this ties back into how do we do that like the awareness the intentionality mm-hmm. yeah. the research yeah. the teaching our kids to do that too. is how we fight yeah you know our beliefs and yeah. that is how we fight yeah. what we what we stand firm on is doing all that so that we can establish somewhat of a because what's the ultimate goal of parents right we want to try and make our kids Um, lives a little easier than what we had it and their generation after them and you know that's what that's the ultimate goal I think and so um, yeah we do this so that they can grow up and then do the same thing like you said like teach them how to also do this so that they can also I mean this is the life of the Christian is standing up for what we believe and standing up against the culture and against the world and um, again within that balance of doing it in love but that doesn't right. mean that we just sit back and just do nothing, do nothing yeah. and just let the world decide how everything needs to be done right. because they don't have the Lord. They, you know, they don't know what it is to be to get to make decisions that will lead you to freedom and that right. will lead you to um, yeah. living
0: freely in Christ. Yeah. Because um, ultimately, you know. It it's a spiritual battle. It is. And that's what we're up against and that's what we have to remember that right now.
1: And that's a huge thing we forget is that when we're when we're voting against candidates and when we're talking to other people, like our fight isn't against flesh and blood. Our fight isn't against that political candidate right, necessarily. Right. Like yeah. the Lord loves that person just as much exactly. as they he loves us and our candidate. Yes. Um, but it is like you mentioned, it is a spiritual warfare. Like it is our fight is against the 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 spiritual um side of it that is yeah. you know operating yeah um against what we believe is right and true and based on the word yeah. of god um so yeah but like i said this has been a growing learning journey for me that i'm still learning and growing in yeah. and that i pray the lord um continues guiding me and how he wants me to um you know to do this every day
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode on The Coffee Shop. I'd love to connect with you more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See y'all next week.